0: I took care of the call and finished dressing, then patted some cold water on my face. Sam's bathroom looked used, a rumpled tower on the floor by the toilet and a small toiletries bag on the sink. He used an electric razor and favored a different toothpaste than I did, but this peek into his private life seemed intrusive and personal, and I stopped looking. I took an extra few minutes to freshen my makeup and tie back my hair. When I came out of the bathroom, Sam had pulled his boxers back on. The remote lay next to him on the bed, but he hadn't turned on the television. He sat up when I came out. Hey, he said. My phone beeped again with another message. Someone had called while I was on the phone. I pulled it from my purse, but didn't flip it open. It's been great, but I have to go. He got up, towering over me, even after I put on my heels. I'll walk you to your car. I shook my head. No, you don't have to. I'm fine. But I really should. I looked up at him. Sam, it's okay. We smiled at each other. He walked me to the door where he bent to kiss me far more awkwardly than he had before. Good night, I said on the other side of the door. Thank you. He blinked and didn't smile. "'You're... welcome? So cute.' I reached up to pat his cheek. It was great. Sam blinked again, those dark brows knitting. "'Okay.' I waved and moved toward the elevator. He closed the door behind me, and I heard the blare of the television almost at once. At my car, I remembered to check my voicemail. Sitting behind the wheel, buckling my belt... I punched in my password and listened, expecting to hear my sister's voice. Maybe my best friend Moe's. "'Yeah, hi,' said a voice I didn't recognize. "'This is Jack. I'm calling for, um, Miss Underfire. We were supposed to meet tonight?' He sounded uncertain. I felt suddenly sick. Miss Underfire was the name I used with the agency, the name I used to keep everything discreet." but I'm here at the fish tank, and, well, you're not. Um, call me back if you want to reschedule. I listened to a very long pause while I waited for the call to disconnect, but it didn't. Anyway, I'm sorry, said Jack. Something got messed up, I guess. A click, and he was gone, and the pseudo-feminine robotic voicemail message was instructing me how to delete the message. I closed my phone and put it carefully into my purse. I gripped the steering wheel tight with both hands. I waited to scream or laugh or cry, but in the end, I only turned the key in the ignition and drove home. I'd wanted to sleep with a stranger, and that's exactly what I'd done.